0: Good morning,
1: morning. Our Teen Sports Listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Saddam Routine Teen Athletes. <laughs> Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning. Wow. Look at us. We got in the house Alex Ramirez. We've got Don Sanders, Carolyn. Givens with Givens Farm. Anthony Rodriguez, Dominique Kackett, our producer, Richard Dugan. Richard, where can you find us?
0: We're everywhere. Uh, we're worldwide, of course, <laughs> on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, uh, all of the uh, locations across the internet that uh, that you again, you know you can Google us. You're all. We're also available through uh, Santa sportsradio.com as well as on AM 1290 and FM 96.9 and streaming live at AM 1290 KZSB.com and. Uh, uh, we are here on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. And then again at, uh, let's see here, uh, 8, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. And I believe, uh, are we not uh, Saturdays? Saturday morning. Saturdays, 8 a.m. Yeah, at 8 a.m. Sunday,
1: 6 p.m. And, That's of right. course, hugs and kisses to Jeremiah Ferris, Eternity Ready Radio. Yeah. That broadcasts us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Now every day during the week. Right Now
0: I, I should I should add here real quickly that those weekday well the Tuesday the Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday broadcasts. Now the Sunday Saturday will not be interfered with, but the eight PM Tuesday and the six PM Sunday might, might be moved back a little only because of Forrester's baseball. So just keep that in mind that if you don't hear it at six o'clock Tuesday, keep listening because it yeah, will be nine, coming up.
1: Yeah. 9am on Tuesday. Let's yeah. not, now I'm confused. Okay. But well, we're there. Okay. We got, we got a lot of show, but we, if we keep on staying where we're at, that would be the whole show. Okay. And I got to also give a, a quick shout to council bluffs. That's in Iowa. Over 300 views uh, last week. Thank you. I don't know they they love us out there. So and I also want to thank the uh, the other countries we've got Germany, uh, in there Frankfurt, Belgium, and Brussels. That's every single week they're logging in. So thank you everybody. And in the house right now because she's got to go. She's had a magic show right now. You know she <laughs> broke away. Okay, the mom she is. I put prayer hands. Please, Carolyn Gibbons, get out of that magic show. Five minutes. Tell us what's going on at the farm. Carolyn.
2: We're breaking into summer here. All sorts of good things are going on at the farm. Goats are having babies. Tomatoes are coming out. You know, just the works.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> so
3: what's how many goats do you have?
2: You know, we probably were repopulating because we had like an unfortunate incident with the flood, but we probably have about 10 now. Nice. Wow. Do you do goat's cheese and goat's milk? not
1: yet that's is that the vision
2: i mean it was in the beginning and then i had kids and then and then you know having one more how, thing to do every day wasn't on the table
1: how about a social media page with the goats to the farm how's that <laughs> the, the, putting goats on social media oh your goats these are carolyn gibbons goats <laughs> yes there you go get that farm out there it explodes globally because of the goats.
2: I know. People love babies. They're, they're real they're real cute.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I actually have watched many hours, I'm not going to lie, of goats playing. Okay? Something's <laughs> not right with me. But everybody already knows that, right, Alex? <laughs> I do that, too, with the baby chickens and the ducks. Yeah. We have some
2: of those going on right now, too. I just watch yeah. them forever. Uh, so cute. well.
1: We came out of uh, uh, I went to go visit a friend at, at a mobile home park and have the little lake there off of Ward Drive. And Dominique stops the car and literally we had to sit there five minutes to watch the ducks get out of the lake, go around and then come back around with the babies and I'm like, seriously, stop. dummy, go around. We got to keep going. Go. <laughs> the little duckies. Oh, my gosh. There's so <laughs> magical. The way they
3: waddle. <laughs> Oh, my God. I hear I you, Dom. It. I hear you. I feel that. <laughs> nice. So, if teens, if you've never done this, take a break and, and go watch some baby kittens or go watch, even go to the park and watch the turtles. Yeah. Watching nature is so relaxing. It's way more relaxing than seeing something on Netflix.
2: Oh, yeah. You'll feel your whole body calm down and your breath start to slow down and you start to sync up with the world around you.
1: Yeah, you start realizing what's real. That's the deal. What is really real, right? (laughs) All this other stuff is just noise. Don't pay attention to it. Disconnect. Unplug. It's very distracting. I'll tell you that. Parents, maybe set up some boundaries because... Dominique and I went into a restaurant the other day, and it's just like, oh my goodness! I mean, everybody was on uh, a device. It's like I told Dominique if I ever hit it and I opened up a place, it would be deviceless, okay? And I'd even probably have a phone booth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 That's yeah, it. It's true. Everywhere you go, you always see kids, parents, uh, and no engagement. And dinner right. time was always like. Put your phone away, put your distractions away, leave work, wherever, like, let's,
0: yeah. let's enjoy
1: dinner together and check in with each other and see how we're all doing.
0: Yeah, fun fun. Uh,
3: like,
1: we're
4: just Alex, Alex, I don't know if you've noticed in the gym, you know, the kids are all getting on the phone in between sets. And yeah. they're leaving their they're leaving their phones on the benches and things around. So you're tiptoeing to, to, tip through. Like I don't want to step on your cell phone. Not the greatest place.
1: <laughs> to- <laughs> yeah, only. I mean, I use my phone just for music, and then maybe a timer, and that's no. it. Like I don't I don't check social media. I don't do anything when I train. It's just to train and and get in and get out and do my thing efficiently and quickly. I right, hear you. Go.
3: Practice of
2: being present.
3: Yes, I'm wondering when uh, Anthony, when the kids come to the park for their lunches, do you see them like, you know, getting together and and making friends?
5: Yeah, actually, that's that's exactly what Picnic in the Park helps. uh, Helps these kids do is, uh, you know, obviously very, very healthy food. Um, They can go in and sit there with their with their family. Uh, which we that's what we would really like is the parents to be sitting down with their kids and having lunch and also the kids all the kids that kind of hang out there because we, we put out benches and tables so they can sit there and make friends and you know to be you know in a positive way to be able to interact with other kids during this time so uh, picnic in the park is an amazing program we have it all through the county and it's you know free lunch and it's healthy lunch and so i think that's one of the greatest things that we have and there's, you know, there's about 28% of, 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 our kids are the ones that are, are, are going hungry, you know, and, and no kids should go hungry. Um, how are they going to learn? How are they going to be more positive? How are they going to be able to focus if they're not being, you know, if they're not healthy, they're not eating? So, um, uh, we're definitely, uh, that's, that's our main focus anytime during, um, during the summer break is, is making sure these kids have something healthy. Uh, that's
1: so, the whole bounty program, explain that again, because I just hit up my neighbor because this whole backyard is filled with fruit trees.
5: <laughs> yeah, so we have a great program called uh, Backyard Bounty. So if anybody has any fruit trees, vegetables, anything that they would like to donate but don't have the time to actually pick it, um, just give us a call and we'll be happy to go and glean it for you. And, um, you know, all that food obviously goes to ba- right back to our community to be able to make sure that they have food to eat and you know it's such a great program there's no cost to to um to the to where we go to do this work and it's all done by volunteers and and that's that's another cool thing you know it's a good volunteer opportunity for for teens to do with their parents i mean it's it's just great i mean it's a really good program Uh,
1: and then for anybody
5: who hasn't done it yet you got to hook
1: up you've got to do that csa program with Something's good, organic. We've done it for probably close to. Well, I don't even know. I want to. I I don't even feel bad if I say almost eight, ten years probably. I love it. It's um, so handy and so helpful, and it's great because you're eating the seasonal fruits and vegetables. And um, I don't. I don't know what to say. I mean, I like to make a big production when I take it out of the car. Dominique and I have to carry it into the house because it's so bountiful, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I don't love the the strawberries. When I, oh yeah, I take it out of the car, oh, I yeah, see people walking. Uh, when I see people walking in front of the house, I'll hit that car, it pops up and goes, hi, what you get? And then I poke, I, I'm just an advertisement. That's all I do, just to try to explain to people, we got to get our organic fruit and vegetables into the body. Right, Dominique? Yes,
3: yeah, so yummy, so yummy. And the nice thing about the CSA program is, not only are you getting what's just been picked from the field, but you're getting it local, and you make it introduced to a fruit or vegetable that you've never seen before.
4: Oh, absolutely!
3: karabi
4: yeah, Colrobby. I'm gonna say was. Kohlrabi. Kohlrabi. Well,
1: I don't even right. say it right, it, but it looked funny. <laughs> I didn't right. know what it was. It looked. It was like a, an anchor. What was it like the size of a baseball? I was throwing it. I had no idea. I had to. I googled it, <laughs> and yeah. now right. I can use Chat GPT. Is it D or T? Chat, GB, GBT. GBT. Yeah. Dominique <laughs> came up with the most brilliant thing, and she did it. It worked. So she opened, you guys, tees. you open up the refrigerator. If you don't know how to cook, but you want to just like vent your force, then you open up the refrigerator, list everything you see, put it in the chat, and it'll give you recipes. And if you don't like what you see, they just say, give me another option. Give me another option. Give me another option. And that's just so cool. And it just spits it out. It's so cool. I'm glad artificial te-
2: intelligence is good for something.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to learn how to use it in a way. So it's like it's like a calculator, totally. right? You know, it's, it's it is. You got you to figure. You know, it's not it's not taking out the intelligence. It's like okay, let's use it as an aid.
3: Okay, because we're not. It's not going away. So you know. You gotta I got. Quick question for Carolyn: Is there anything different that you're planting this year because of all the rains?
2: You know, I think we're still planting the same stuff, but it's definitely off schedule. I think it's just the schedule that's off. you know, and there's definitely been been big uh, blooms of bugs that we're kind of dealing with, but with you know, taking proper care of the soil is really just forefront, most important because when the plants are healthy, then you're not dealing with so much of an infestation, you know the earth really is taking care of itself and farming itself more or less so
1: nice.
2: i love it all
1: right great so Carolyn, give us some information i would get a hold of you oh yeah. something
2: good you can check out what's um in in the box on our instagram at something good organics as well yeah nice. drop us a line let, let let me know
1: what you think Excellent. Okay, something's good, organic.com. Listen, we got a lot of show. We got Richard and Bryant right after these messages.
4: Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 22222, 22, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye.
1: Back and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9
6: a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Richard Ellsworth with Life West Chiropractic College, and I am on break. And it is very exciting to be done with a, with another quarter and start to be able to put my attention back on myself for a little bit, bring my awareness back into my body, see what it wants me to do, and just kind of give myself that love before coming back into the next quarter and doing it all over again. Um, so I thought that going into the summer where, you know, people often get very concerned about their, their bodies and their, and their image. And, you know, a lot of people have the summer off from work and it is a great time to focus on yourself. And from what I've been hearing from a lot of friends, there's a lot of thoughts and ideas about dieting and fasting specifically, um, is all the rage right now. So I thought it might be fun to talk about fasting from a chiropractic perspective. So In chiropractic, the philosophy is what is standing in the way of the body reorganizing itself, right? So the chiropractic philosophy says there is an innate intelligence in the body that is responding to a universal intelligence that's way out here in the world, and it is organizing itself accordingly for best health, survival, uh, so you can learn the best lessons that you need to in life, growth, whatever that may be. Um, that innate intelligence is within us and is constantly reorganizing us and taking care of of, of our whole system. So it, from a chiropractic perspective, fasting is a great way to bring yourself into your body and and remove that subluxation, right? The subluxation is what's standing in the way right? Chiropractors typically refer to the subluxation as being a vertebra or a disc that's out of place and gets moved back. But technically, it's anything that can, that can impede nerve flow. It's anything that can impede communication between your brain and your body. And in today's society, where we're all in our heads, we're very much not in our body. So fasting is incredible, because when you fast for a given amount of time, um, some people do it daily um for a for a certain window where they'll only eat within, I don't know, four or five hours, depending. Um, some people will fast for multiple days. Um, I would just recommend if you're if you are going to fast, listen to your body. Um, not everybody should fast, and we'll talk about that in a second. But when you do, you allow the body to put its attention on what needs to be healed. Because as we go through the day, when we eat food. Absolutely, we're getting incredible resources, energy, nutrition, but all of that is also taking energy to break down and digest. So, if we're someone who has weight on us, um, and personally, I do not, I am not a person who fasts, but if we are someone who has abundant reserves, uh, abundant stores, Fasting can be absolutely incredible because you can give your body a break and just let your body use those resources to heal whatever needs to be fixed. I would highly recommend when thinking about fasting that instead of eliminating food altogether, you choose one thing, one thing to eat and focus on. And I wouldn't say that it even matters when you have it. Um, I, I wouldn't even worry about that. I would say, But think about what in your body feels like it needs attention and go for that right now my intestines are freaking out and i don't know what that's from so i'm eating exclusively potatoes i've been eating just potatoes regular potatoes sweet potatoes for a week i'm doing a potato fast right and the results have been dramatic why because potatoes are root vegetables that have carbs so it gives me energy and the the root vegetables have a a specific type of of resistant starch inside of them that all of our killer t cells like to go in and gobble up and then they use all that energy to fight off the bad stuff and it's incredible maybe if you feel like you need to focus on your kidneys or your adrenals maybe you drink celery juice you know and then you just have that whenever you want to but you 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 decide what it is that you need maybe maybe you you need a, a liver cleanse right? Maybe you've been drinking a little bit lately because it's summertime and uh, that's a great time to do mangoes, right? And you eat mangoes all throughout the day. I find that depriving yourself of all food period is not always the best option but in certain circumstances it can be because it will arm your immune system your immune system will go into overdrive your cells when they are when they feel like they're stressed out like they're not getting nutrients they're going to build this really strong wall around them it's called a lipid bilayer of the cell and they're going to double that and it's very protective very very protective it's a great way to increase your immune system before you go on a plane um even though i don't have a whole lot of reserves i do like to fast before i travel across the country on an airplane um, because that will increase my immune system it's being experimented with now with uh, chemo and radiation if uh, cancer patients fast before they go in for chemo and radiation they're finding that the good cells in their body that you don't want to have killed are actually creating that lipid bilayer and bouncing the radiation off of them or at the very least not taking in quite as much um, so a lot of great things that that fasting can do for you. But I again I would be very careful. Um, if you are younger, I would say if you're in your teenage years, if you're probably I would say, I would say younger than 25. I would say if you're younger than 25, I would seriously consider the effects that fasting might have on your hormones. It's not always a great time to be experimenting with fasting um, because you don't know what's gonna happen. Um, it can be, I would say it's okay if you wanted to experiment, but I, I would, um, I would think twice. I really would. I I would think twice about it. But again, as always with all of this, listen to your body, your, your body's going to tell you, and the best thing we can do is, is learning, is learn how to interpret those signs for ourselves.
3: Oh, I love it. I've always had a sensation when my body wants a break to eat apples, like the really good, Mm -hmm. tart, small, organic apples, and and just to relax and not uh, limit myself. And I usually eat between, I could eat probably five or seven apples in, in one day, those small ones, not big ones, but the small tart ones. And that seems to make my body really happy when it wants a holiday.
6: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Apples are great. And especially if you have allergies, right? If allergies are, are where you want to focus your attention, apples. And, and the fact is, is allergies is a response to inflammation. So it's true. If, if what you're dealing with in your body is inflammation, apples are an incredible way to go.
1: Nice. And and the water, what's the deal if you're doing the fasting? I'm a water person. So do you drink more water or... Uh... How just be consistent
6: consistent. i know i would drink i would i would i would be consistent um i i I might i might actually drink more water personally um it just kind of aids with flushing stuff out of your system but it depends on what you want to get from the fasting if you want to get clearing stuff yeah drink drink more water absolutely
1: right hey do you take emails because we've got about 15
6: seconds left I do absolutely. Um, currently, the great email to go with is R Ellsworth at life. At, ooh, sorry, R Ellsworth at college and that's Ellsworth with two L's. Gotta say it again
1: because that was a lot. <laughs>
6: Relsworth Ellsworth with two L's at college.lifewest.edu.
1: Thank you so much. See you next week, Richard. God bless.
0: All your
4: Come on and work
1: it for me, and let by the move. We are here together, and we're in the groove. We go party tonight, we gon' dance around. Where yeah. all my step at, that know how to get down. We are back, and this is the sound of our teen sports radio show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, Tuesday night
5: hey everyone this is anthony rodriguez with the food bank of santa barbara county and the operations and disaster services specialist so as we come into summer we've got to have some items to think about especially us you know teens you're going to be by yourself what's going to happen if there's a disaster that happens what about an earthquake or maybe we end up getting a call that there's a fire that started in our area what are you going to do who are you going to call where are you going to go So those are things that we need to think about, not just you as teens, but also with your parents. You got to think about having your disaster kit, you know, making sure that you have water, you got food and get your parents involved. I know sometimes our parents, we, you know, they just, they're too busy working, but they need to think about this. And you guys got to think about this if they don't. You know, keep keep your eyes, your ears open. Uh, be aware of your surroundings. Know what can happen in your, in, in your area. What's around your house? Do you have a river by your house? Do you have a dam by your house? Um, those are things to think about, especially when the times are getting cold and we have some rain. We just don't know what can happen. But the more aware that we are, the better and the more safe that we can be. You know, make sure you have your backup battery for your phones. You know, or better yet, make sure that you have those phone numbers listed on an actual piece of paper, not just on your phones. Because if your power goes out, you're, you have nowhere to charge your battery. At least you have the phone numbers and you can borrow somebody else's phone, let's say. And where are you going to meet your family? Some of them are at work. Some of them are at summer school. Some of them are at home. Well, how are you guys going to get together? Who's your out-of-state contact or your out-of-area contact? Make sure that you guys have one and that person knows that they are the out of area contact just so they can make sure you, they answer their phone because if you haven't called them in a while, they ain't gonna answer your phone call. We all know that, you know, <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that they might ignore it. So we don't want them to ignore it. We want them to know that if, you know, you call, then there must be an emergency and that's the best way to communicate and share it with your friends, share with your friends, parents, your guys is a uh, disaster plan because that will help you guys, um, You know be able to communicate as well because they can help you out too so it's always good to share and make sure that everybody knows about the plan another thing too you might want to think about is how you're spending your time during during um you know summer break make sure that it's a positive thing um don't get yourself into any trouble try to be you know positive things yeah they go wrong and that's okay it happens but you know what we all we all have our strength within ourselves that can we, we can make things better. So no matter how many times you fall, what makes you who you are is how you get back up. You know? And always, Amen, Anthony! Amen, baby! <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just, it's really important. Sometimes I know it's very difficult to talk to our parents, but you know what? Try. And if they don't understand, just know that there always is somebody else that, that will be willing to listen to you. You're not alone. So there's a lot of other resources. Um, Even the schools are willing to be open, um, you know, and there might be a counselor there. If not, you know what? There's a lot of other resources. There's uh, after school programs that you can go and check out and, you know, find new friends. You know, just just be just be you. Don't be anybody else. Just be who (laughs) you are and be proud of who you are. No matter what you've been through, that doesn't make you who you are. Okay? what makes you who you are is just being you. And the good thing about being you is that you're different. And being different is an awesome thing because then we can learn from you because, you know, it'd be boring if we all knew we were all the same and we all ran into each other. And it'd, it'd just be a boring life. And obviously, if we already get ourselves in trouble. We're not boring people. So just make sure that it, you be you and just know that there's always somebody out there to listen to you and that you're worth it. So have a good summer, guys.
1: Reverend. Everybody, put your hands together, <laughs> Reverend Rodriguez. Okay, I have to if say that- you're re- going to be talking anywhere. You let me know, okay? Because it was that was I got chills. So this is Christine Marie, and I just have to say that reminds
7: me of the this this saying that I often say is, and I forget which one of the cards is it's related to. Probably a couple of them, which is be you. Everybody else is taken, yeah, right? Like just be you. Everyone else is them. I love
0: That's
3: that. Domin- yeah. You know, it's so interesting. We say over and over again, we are human beings and yet we interact with everyone as though we're human <laughs> doings, but we're, we're not human doings. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. Hey, all right. Let's, let's get into this beingness. Right.
1: Don Sanders, you got a little who going to close out the section?
4: Yes, I do. Are we going for it now? Yep. All right. So, the Don Sanders for Teen Sports Radio, donsmassageohai.com. And yeah, we're going to touch on a huga, a Scandinavian term for a state in which we feel comfy, cozy as when receiving a hug, only without the physical hug. And as we set up, if you were listening last time, they can be kind of a tonic or they can be kind of a treat. And so, you guys dovetailed into exactly where I wanted to go today, actually. And that. <clears throat> There were not gap years and things like that, like kids are doing now to to um, explore and to figure out what they want to do before they continue college and such. And that's been, you know, magnified by the pandemic and such. But uh, coming up, I I was not learning everything I wanted to learn in school. And so I started pursuing it on my own, uh, spiritual seeking and just seeking, like, you know, seeking indigenous wisdom about, you know, relationship to the earth and about, you uh, just you know uh how our relationship to this mother earth should be and uh other other kind of things i'd been heavily involved in sports even one of them still going till after college and what i found was i wanted to i wanted to find a spirituality that felt good to me and i wanted to find as you guys were saying the socrates emerson thoreau kind of thing like be yourself know thyself those guys i loved reading and i love writing so I got into those kind of things. And so uh, Sylvia Plath, the poet, said, I can never be all the people I want and live all the lives I want. I can never train myself in all the skills I want. And why do I want? I want to live and feel all the shades, tones, and variations of mental and physical experience possible in my life. I thought that kind of summed up very well where I was, where I was thinking of going. And uh, last week uh, last time I talked about Tina Turner recently dying and in her book she talked about uh in her early life how whatever she tried to do in a pot to go out in a positive direction her the the way she was living kept pulling her back the the sum total of all our thoughts words and actions that's another that's another expression for karma and so she felt like her limit her her Karma would limit her. So she realized she had to have something that could get her life force, you know, pulled out of that pattern. And uh, whether, you know, you take on a spiritual practice or whether you do it through religion or however you do it uh, through your workouts for teens that are involved in sports. Whatever, whatever gives you the juice to pull out of you know, kind of low, low, low ruts. That's not exactly the term I'm looking for, but ruts in the road that you that you may be falling into. Tina used an analogy to uh, the astrophysicist uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and it's about uh, escape velocity or the speed you have to go to break out of the pull of gravity of the Earth. And you actually have to go um, seven miles per second to be able to break the pull of gravity of the earth. But so, so you need a strong life force is the point so that you can pull out of the gravity of the things that pull you back into circles of friends that aren't so great, habits that aren't so great, uh, avoiding the things that maybe would, would, you know, train you and make you more capable to be able to go where you think you want to go. And I'm 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 speaking about kids and uh, you know teens, but also adults. anybody at any age. It's never too late to be able to change your course. So I wanted to throw that out there. And and um, it's interesting because Anthony, Christine, and and Dominique all uh, just touched on that before I started this. So any Thanks. thoughts?
3: Synchronicity. Uh, this is Dominique Hackett. Uh, just a quick thought. When I studied physical science. And I learned about electrons. Um, I think it's um, jumping the valence, going from one pattern and jumping into another pattern. And that's when light is released. So I was just thinking when you were talking about the velocity needed in order for us to make changes in our life and to get attracted to something different and healthier, that light gets released. It's yeah. so amazing.
4: Yeah. Yeah and uh, and just you know another example from indigenous you know um uh, i from the shoemash elder that lives here where i live in ohio used to be you know many many villages of shoshone california indigenous and uh, uh judy the the local elder at our ohio day said when you go to a new place do you introduce yourself you should because the land remembers who you are and so i got some similar teachings from the book uh, braiding sweetgrass by robin wall Kimmerer and they talk about how you should introduce yourself to the plants. You should ask them for permission if you want to take something and you should not take more than you need. And uh, since I started consciously making an effort to apply these principles, my yard is transformed. I mean, I used to think of it Sort of like an American gardener or farmer where, okay, we got to clear all the weeds because you don't want pests in there and we got to have nice, neat rows and all that. And now it's nothing like that. It's kind of jungly, which is is a landscape uh, preference of mine, actually. But, but it's like now the plants are showing up to take care of me. I mean, abundance out of the ones that they just keep growing into big towers, then they reseed and those seeds keep coming back up. I made compost. And it made a beautiful, loamy, viable compost, but it didn't heat enough to kill the seeds. And I started noticing when I use it to to get my beds ready to plant, it's just sprouting seeds. And so, and so, it's like it's like Mother Earth is is mother Mother Earth is just like, hey, we're showing up for you. You know, you, we know who you are now. You you know, you're showing respect. Here we are. You know, nice. and and um and like the the young lady who was here before, uh, we get a box of uh, a farmers a farmers CSA box each week and they're they're practicing um, regenerative agricultural here. a lot of local farmers in the Ohio Valley instead of doing deep disking and um, turning the soil and turning it in you know getting it barren over enough time you know and trying to add, to compensate with additives and stuff, now they're having rows of local plants in between and they're just doing things that you know is making the so- soil healthy and feeding people. So.
1: Nice. Christine, we've got to take a break, but I want to get your end on this because I love when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> when I was
7: doing Native American um, uh, healing circles right after I came back from Africa, um, we would do it on the beach and we would do crystals on the the Marshall Gold, wait, Marshall... Golden Eagle Jack talked about how whenever you come to any place, you, you always say hello to the ancestors of where you are and and, and really greet them and and so I, I always when I go to the beach, I always say hello, you know, and and it's that connecting in with the land, really seeing, you know, who we are and connecting and we are just one part of this entire huge spectrum right just a little yep. bit and so to remember that we're not the weavers of the web but a strand in it i think is really important and to honor the whole web
0: yep.
1: nice all right well listen we got to take a break we got a lot of show so don't go we'll be back with more after these messages well, Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen.
3: Please tune in every single
0: Tuesday
3: 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and I have a little cozy tale to go along with the hookah that we just heard from Dawn. Um, I'm going to blend this in, and it has to do with uh, part of when we're trying to figure out Uh, better ways of living our life and so forth. Sometimes we engage in conversations with friends and family, and sometimes those conversations get rather heated. And so this is a funny story, uh, and it uses animals to demonstrate a very interesting point about when we interact with one another and, and we're having discussions about the realities of life. So this story is about a donkey and a tiger. And then they have a debate about something and then they end up going to a lion to get the lion's take on the world. So the donkey comes to the tiger and he says, I've just had a realization. The grass is blue. And the tiger says, hmm, really? Well, no, the grass is green. And their discussion of whether the grass is blue or is the grass green gets heated. And the donkey says. All right, we need to go to the lion and have the lion, you know, solve this debate between us. So they go to the lion and the doggy, donkey starts screaming, your highness, isn't it true that the grass is blue? And the lion replies, well, if you believe it's true, then the grass is blue. And the donkey rushed forward. And he says, you know, the tiger is disagreeing with me and contradicting me and is annoying me. Please punish him. And so then the Lion King says, the tiger will be punished for three days of, with three days of silence. And the donkey jumped for joy and went on his way and repeated in the air, the grass is blue, the grass is blue. Well, the tiger said to the lion, your majesty, why have you punished me? After all, the grass is green. And the lion says, you have known and seen that the grass is green. And the tiger says, so why are you punishing me? And the lion says, I'm not punishing you about whether the grass is blue or the grass is green. I'm punishing you because I have a lot of things to do to help our community. And you're bringing this nonsense question into my space when I'm busy trying to make sure that all the children are fed and that the you know community is functioning well. So you're being punished because, you know better than to be fighting over a question that really is not affecting our community. And so with that, that Tiger reflected on the reality that you shouldn't engage in fights and squabbles with your family and friends that really is not going to change our lives. And what we wanna really focus on is, hey, he could have had a conversation with the donkey that said, wow, the grass is blue for you. What is the world like with the grass being blue? And and how is that changing your life? How's that working for you? It could have been a totally different conversation. So I just want to put it out there that um, when we are looking at how our life is unfolding, if we find that there are kerfuffles and bumps that we find rather irritating, I'm just putting out there to you, Maybe there's a different way of interacting with people that can help you create a different element in your life. And instead of fighting about whether the grass is green or the grass is blue, just check in with people and say, How's your world? How's that working in your world? Oh my
1: God, Dominique, this is a this is a global interest. Okay, <laughs> that's
4: what this is. I wanted to t- oh. D- Dominique, that's that's so great because uh like with this dog that we just adopted, I was the lone holdout. And I and I had all these good reasons why we did this before, but now it's later and we shouldn't do this again. And those kind of things, when they present themselves, if you don't judge them and you don't confront them as an adversary, you find later that they're end up teaching you and showing you brand new things, which were the path you intended to be on to do your learning anyway. And I, and it's happened to me several times in recent memory. So yeah, that's just, on the other side of that resistance is, you know, new learning and opening up.
1: Nice. Christy. Um,
7: oh my gosh. I had something in my mind and then I just lost it. Um. Um. Oh, where did it go? Where did it well, why, go? Why are you
3: thinking of it? I, I'm going to add in that this story also tickles me to the fact that The tiger appears to have not received justice, and yet the tiger is learning the lesson that the tiger needed to learn. And so uh, Ah. I I find the story so fruitful. Oh, I love that. You got to love that tiger okay That's beautiful and you know it's uh,
7: this is christine marie again it's reminding me of all these these quibbles i used to have with my sister about the way to say something right or not say something right and she'd be so mad she's like you just want to be right and i'm like well i am right and now i'm realizing you know it wasn't even about being right but about sort of conversing that conversation and, and i actually did have literally um I had something with a friend who was insistent that the color of a house was black and I was insistent that I was seeing it as green and she was so mad at me. And I said, look, I'm, you can just see it how you see it. I I trust that you see it in that color, but I, and I see it in this color and she just rolled her eyes at me and wouldn't talk anymore. But I was really, that was really important to me that we both got to have our um, experience of what we thought that house was and could we meet? Can That's a very difficult thing for some people to do to say like, well, if you don't see it my way that doesn't make me wrong. It just yeah. makes me seeing things my way and yeah. it, it's a, it change, that's a whole different way of even seeing the world when seeing things from the exact opposite point of view are both true,
4: right? Yeah, and in, in Song of Myself Walt Whitman said, I contain multitudes. We <laughs> all do. We contain multitudes, and if we're open to it, we can learn from so many different things than we thought maybe were in in our our choices.
7: Yeah, and it brings it brings to mind too for me the 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 point and the sphere of perspective around it, right? And exists so if everyone's looking at the elephant, there's a trunk, there's a feet, there, you know, but there's that whole 360 degrees of perspective
1: that it takes to see the whole point, right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I want to close with this. We have got one little <laughs> section left. But anybody out there uh, that can relate to this story, uh, hold that tiger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give that tiger a hug. We'll be back. Sounds of
0: People talking without. Speech.
1: People hearing without listening. People writing songs that forces never
0: share. No one dare disturb the sound of silence.
1: We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday.
7: Welcome back. To this is Christine Marie, and uh, Dominique has just picked a perfect tarot card of the nine of pentacles. And in the deck that she has, it's we've seen that it's a person sort of relaxing, receiving a pentacle from the sky, or, uh, relaxing on a pile of pentacles. Um, what this card reminds me of is, is, um, reaping the harvest of your life's work and, and, and doing It's This is the net harvest. You've already gone, done all the work, you've done all the harvest, and then you've been through all of the, um, and you've gone through all of that, and, and you found out the best of the best. And you're really looking at so far, like what you've what you've come what you've come at, where you are. And I think this, is, you know, it can it's sort of in a material way. It's like you, it. I think it relates into the conversation we've been having today as we're talking about being you. Right, And when we first come in, there's so many things coming into us about, well, who am I? What am I? Reflecting here, reflecting there. Eventually, we come into an alignment of like, wait, I'm here, I'm this, I'm me. And, can, and when we do that, that's actually called the individuation process. You know, that's it. It's the, you know, be you. And for me, that's the the lover's card and in the deck. And it's like, though you always become more you everybody else has taken, but it takes a lot of work to do that in, in, you know, in Carl Jung, who coined the word individuation says it isn't until our forties that we get to have enough life experience, but I think we're always becoming us. So whether you're a teenager, whether you're a 10 year old, you know, you're still becoming you and finding you in your way. And there there is a lot of, um, you know, reaping in of what we've done of our work and it shows us who we are. And then all of that of who we are, who do we want to be? who who are what's the best of ourselves that we have to offer the world i think that that is um the nine of pentacles
1: nice hey everybody get out there embrace love hug put smiles on your face just be you god bless see you next week i'm
5: unstoppable
0: i'm
5: a butcher with no breaks. i'm invincible the yeah, outwind ever sing.